Welcome to Raising OKC Kids, Conversations with Metro Family in Oklahoma City. I'm Erin Page, and today we're talking with local mom and Metro Family contributor, Sasha Hughes, about ways to love our families well. Sasha is a wife, mom of two, a full-time student, and a full-time employee. Welcome, Sasha. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I love Metro Family Magazine and everything y'all are doing, so... I, it's only right that I'm contributing, so. That's Thank awesome. You. Well, we're excited <laughs> to have you. And we're talking about all kinds of love this month, including the love between parents and children. For our listeners, you may remember Sasha's blog about a mother's love, which is an ode to her mother who was born and raised in Liberia and fled while pregnant and with a toddler to the promise of a better life in America. It's an incredibly moving article. If you haven't read it, we'll drop the link so you guys can check it out. So Sasha, let's dive in to this challenge faced by so many parents right now. Will you share with us how you are finding time and mental space for creative, intentional family time with all you have going on and all the chaos in our world right now? Yes, chaos is the word. <laughs> uh, I think, you know, you said it right when you said intentional time. Um, that is something my husband and I have been focusing on. So intentionality, it's very important. Um, and we also have, I, I guess, I can't really say a blended family, but uh, my daughter goes and comes. So she shares time um, between our house and her dad's house. And so it's, we have to be even more intentional with the time that we have with her. Uh, and then, you know, getting her to also spend that time with her brother as well. And, you know, for it to be a happy space. And so um, I usually will think ahead. You know, we have our family meetings. I wrote about that as well in Metro Family Magazine. And we um, have in our family meetings, we talk about what we wanna do for the week. We plan it out, you know, we get ideas from my daughter because she's the one that can really give ideas. Um, and then we go for it. Sometimes our ideas just kind of happen on a whim, um, just like, you know, the, the paint and sip night. And so that's something that I just kind of thought of last minute. We needed something, you know, for the family to do that night. We were actually heading out of town to Colorado um, in a couple of days, and we wanted to spend some quality, intentional quality time with the kids. And so thought about something that we could all do together, and we just... We did. We grabbed the supplies and we had a, a great time doing it. So a lot of planning sometimes, but more than likely it's just, you know, things that come up that are fun and, and we'll go for it. And I loved your article about the family meetings too. And I was like reading and <laughs> taking you. notes for my own family. Like <laughs> we need to do this too. Um, so speaking of this paint and sip night, Valentine's Day is coming up. Some of our most popular articles over the past few months have been about just that, at-home activities for the whole family. So tell us, how did you plan this night? What kind of supplies did you need? How can we replicate this in our households? Of course. So my daughter is quite the artiste. Uh, she loves painting, she loves drawing. And for Christmas, she actually received a lot of art supplies. And so I actually went to Five Below to get some of her art supplies, um, things like the easel and uh, paint brushes and things like that. 
Um, and then we had some, some things delivered from Amazon. And so when it came to the family paint and sip night, we had to go out and get some supplies. I think we had maybe four easels um, at the house. And so we needed one more. Um, and so while we were out, we grabbed some more paint, you know, um, and some more brushes and canvases also. Um, they were ordered at five or Amazon, and then we also got some from Five Below. And so it's a really simple family night. It's not expensive at all. <laughs> um, you know, with Amazon, you can find some really cool paint colors and, and paint sets for very good prices, reasonable prices. Um, and then at Five Below, you can get some of the, the little things you need, you know, the table easels and things like that. Um, as far as the sip, and so I knew that my husband wanted to decompress from the day. <laughs> I, I work from home. Um, and I also, you know, uh, working from home, you also need to decompress as well. And so I said, why don't we, you know, have our own little drinks we can sip on and then the kids have their you know welches and so my daughter loves to pretend that she is drinking wine <laughs> sometimes and she'll grab her welches uh you know sparkling grape juice or grape cider um and she'll pour it you know in her little her little wine glass and pretend you know and so i thought that would be a fun opportunity to grab them some welches grape juice and just have a, a nice family pain sip night and she found the art on youtube and we just followed the video and we came up with i think it was a starry night is what we drew um so it was fun <laughs> i love that and you like you made it a whole special event like that the way you set it up and having special drinks like just those few little intentional things really made it look and feel like a really special evening for everybody. So I love that. I'm, I'm totally doing this at my house. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> and you have two kids that are in really different stages of life. So your oldest is a preteen and your youngest is a toddler. And I know even with mine, my oldest is nine and my youngest is five. And it can be challenging to find activities they can engage in and enjoy together. So what advice do you have for other parents looking for activities and opportunities to encourage sibling bonding between older and younger kids? Of course. I, I think it, 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 what most parents, we, we don't, as parents, we don't think about the age gaps between our children, right? We are... We have our children, we have some more children, um, and then we just, I think, we think it'll just kind of work out, and the truth is, it, it, it's hard when you have that big age gap, because you have a 10-year-old who wants to do 10-year-old things, and then you have a three-year-old who's interested in watching YouTube and playing with monster trucks all day, and so we have to also be very intentional about the time they spend together to, to ensure that they have that bond, and so that happens with a lot of just the foundational family time and having those talks at our family meeting to tell each other what we love about each other or um, figure out, hey, is this game going to work for you and your brother? Do you think that, you know, he's going to like it? And normally, you know, she'll say, yeah, we have a wheel that we spin um, at our family meetings and it basically determines what we get to do that weekend. And so Nadia, our daughter, she, you know, she'll draw on it. And then QJ, our son, Quentin Jr., he'll get to spin the wheel. And so 
that's an activity that they get to do together. Um, like the paint and sip, he loves to paint as well and she loves to paint. So that was another theme. Um, but I think it, it's all about talking to the children, especially the older one, finding out what they think their younger sibling would like to do uh, and trying that out. And also sometimes it's getting on their level um, and being interested in what they're doing and really, really studying them. I know uh, that word is probably like study my kids, you know, but yeah, study your kids and see what they're into, see what they like. We are in strange times and there we, we've had a lot of time to spend in the house together, you know, um, but most of the times we were apart in the house. Um, one person's working, the other person is at school, you know, one, another person is, is doing ABCs. And so um, coming together and figuring out what works for both kids is important. And then there are those times where I will be honest, we do have to separate sometimes. So we'll have a girl's day and the guys will have a guy's day. And we'll go out and, and grab ice cream or, you know, safely uh, get our nails done. Um, and then the guys will, you know, go to the playground or uh, he'll take QJ on some play dates with his other friends. And so sometimes it is about giving that equal attention, if you can, to the kids separately and then bringing them back together um, and talking about, you know, what games and activities you can find that both of them will actually like. <laughs> Such good advice, Sasha. I mean, you're right, like that intentionality and, and planning um, instead of just kind of assuming like, this will be, this is just going to work out and everything will be fine. But um, <laughs> as moms, we know, right, that the more we can plan ahead, um, oftentimes means hopefully the activity or whatever we have planned will be more enjoyable for everybody if we put some thought into it. And that's hard right now. And it <laughs> certainly doesn't always work out like we think it's going to, but <laughs> often with just a little bit of planning, you're totally right that, um, that we can come up with something that works for everyone. And then talking about planning that intentional time with each child, um, speaking of Girls' Day, you recently posted some TikTok-style hair care videos <laughs> with your daughter, and I love that you are meeting her on her level like this. I'm hoping that you earned some cool mom points, and you certainly did with me because I'm still <laughs> out TikTok, so I absolutely think you're a cool mom. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> tell us about your inspiration in creating these videos together and how much fun the two of you had in the process. Ooh, it was a process, let's say that first. Um, but she's teaching me all about TikTok and even Instagram Reels, she's teaching me about all of that. So um, we you know, usually have with natural hair care, you have your wash days. And so it was our wash day had come up and um, I asked her, I'm like, what if we do a video and show people the step-by-step -step process for a blowout, um, which is where you blow dry your hair and it, it gets really big. And so she's like, okay, I guess we can do that. Um, and so we just grabbed the camera. Um, she loves being in our bathroom all the time. <laughs> um, and so we just went in our bathroom and we, it took us probably about two hours maybe um, to just kind of shoot the video and then cut and edit and do all that stuff while we're still in the process of doing our hair. 
But um, I found that within that time, I was able to get to know my daughter a little better. I was able to, you know, ask her how she feels about, you know, her curl pattern and talk to her about her natural hair and how she feels when she wears it curly or how she feels when she wears it straight. Um, and so we just had um, a lot of, you know, good discussions and uh, we had a good time shooting the video. So I look forward to making more with her. We're even planning what our next one is gonna be um, with our hair. So you'll have to stay tuned for that and see what we come up with. I love it, I can't wait. And that's just <laughs> such a cool example of looking for something that your kid is into that maybe you don't know all that much about and giving them an opportunity to teach you. And I love that that created some really special time for a conversation with the two of you. Mm -hmm. um, that's valuable with those preteens and teenage girls for sure. Yes. Um, and as much as we all love our children and we love planning family activities with them, sometimes you just need a night with your partner. And that can be extra challenging during a pandemic. So what are you and your husband, Quentin, planning this Valentine's Day? Ooh, well, this Valentine's Day will be here as a one big happy family. <laughs> Uh, we, like I said, we recently actually took a trip to Winter Park, Colorado, um, and we got to spend some time there, and that was also intentional couple time where we uh, got to sit back and actually think about our future, what we want for our family, um, you know, if our family's going to grow, if it's not, and so this Valentine's Day, we are going, we have a few activities planned for the kids, and so we're going to do a special gift giving to each other where the guys are gonna go out and get gifts and the girls are gonna go out and get the guys gifts. Now, the gifts have been limited to five below because my daughter has a piggy bank that she's gonna use <laughs> to buy her gifts. So just some small gifts that we um, think the other person would like. And so it, it gives us time to really think about the fun side you know, of everyone. Um, and so we're going to do that. We're going to cook a family dinner together. And then we were thinking about decorating cookies for Valentine's. We did it for Christmas and it was fun. Uh, so we might incorporate that into uh, our Valentine's Day as well. That sounds so fun. I love it. Um, <laughs> and I love that you were talking about having that intentional time with your husband just to have a conversation. And, you know, I think that can even be hard right now. And, and sometimes I get so caught up in the day-to-day -day that I forget about how important that is, even if you can just carve out 10 minutes to have a conversation um, beyond like who's picking the kids up tomorrow and like having <laughs> the lunches, right? <laughs> um, so that's such a good reminder to take time to do that for sure. Um, and both of you have been really involved in community building and community growth. And speaking of great date night ideas, I know you guys are involved with Kindred Spirits, a new craft cocktail bar and eatery in Northeast OKC. I am really excited about this. And I love this phrase on the website that says, come for the drinks, stay for the conversations. We're showing up to honor our past, savor our present and catalyze our future. And you are invited. So I know you guys are working with several partners on this venture, but tell us more about your collective inspiration and vision for Kindred Spirits and what we can expect when we come check it out. Of course. So Kindred was born out of the writings of Afrofuturism. Um, Afrofuturism provides 
a place for, you know, young adults and I'm going to say the older generation to really think about our place in history and what we want to, how we want to, to stand out in history, basically. And so um, former Urban Roots owner Kaya Fletcher and Sandino Thompson, along with my husband and a couple other uh, partners, came together with their beautiful minds and had this wonderful idea to create a place in Northeast Oklahoma City that you know, everyone could feel at home at a place where you could you drive change and talk about culturally relevant topics, um, plan for the future, uh, what space we want to take up in future, how we want to reshape the northeast side of Oklahoma City, um, and invite people from all around Oklahoma City as well. Um, if you look at the word kindred, it means <laughs> one's family or close to um, family, that's where the, the word kin or kinfolk um, is derived from. And so when you step into kindred spirits, you immediately feel at home. You feel like, okay, this is where I need to be. Um, and it, it immediately, for me, it sparks the thoughts about what the future of family is going to be like, what, how, how do we want to build this legacy uh, you know, here on the northeast side of Oklahoma City and inspire those around the Oklahoma City metro area as well. And so um, a lot of what I see um, happening for Kindred in the future is, like I said, a place for everyone to come and feel at home, a place where we can drive change, a place where uh, we can be, you know, culturally inclusive and involve the community um, and spark more places like that to, you know, come back on the northeast side of Oklahoma City and bring it back to life. And so I'm excited, um, you know, when I, I see the website and I hear people talking about Kindred or I see it on Instagram or Facebook, I'm like, that's you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of, of all of them and I'm so excited, you know, to see. And um, one thing that, that warms my heart is to know that, you know, as we go on and when we're not here anymore, we're still going to have that legacy. Our children will have a place to go um, and spark more change and talk about more culturally relevant topics and, and, and continue to grow. And um, so that, that's something that touches me. And I'm excited. I'm beyond excited. So um, when everything is back up and we can safely, you know, um, move around and, and have a good time at Kindred, uh, look out definitely for live performances by different bands, um, different events that are going to happen at Kindred and on Northeast 23rd Street. Um, as you know, my husband um, also heads a Northeast OKC Renaissance and um, one OKC event. And so look forward to all of the, the different things that are happening on the Northeast side of Oklahoma City. I'm, I'm excited and I'm here to support. So I love it. There's so much positive energy and I, I'm excited for the time when we can all get together again safely. And I can't wait to check out Kindred. I've been hearing so much about it and it looks incredible. I love everything it stands for. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us today, Sasha, for all your fun and festive ideas to celebrate with our families this month. Um, this has really been a good reminder for me of the importance of creating that intentional time 
with the people we love. And that even in the midst of a pandemic, we can still get creative. We can still have a great time, even if it's not quote unquote normal. Right. Um, <laughs> so tell us where can our listeners follow you for more great ideas? Of course. So you can follow me on Instagram at Namadi's Lifestyle, and that is N-Y-E-M-A-D-Y-E underscore lifestyle. Um, and Namadi is actually my middle name. Um, I am Liberian. And so uh, actually, Namadi is my first name. I'm sorry. So my name is actually Namadi Sasha Hughes. Um, and I just wanted to, you know, show who I really was, um, show what I'm about, show where, uh, how actually I want to share my home, you know, and what I do with, with a lot of the families um, around here and inspire, inspire other moms and uh, to let them know that it's okay. Um, I still go back to what, when I wrote um, the blog post in Metro Family Magazine about pushing through um, when the pandemic first started. And I still believe that. I still believe we can push through this. Um, and so on my page, you'll find a lot of different uh, fun, fast meals for your family if you're looking for them. Um, my Instagram story, usually I'll, I'll put some things on there. You'll learn more about the kids, about my family. And so, yep, yeah, Namadi's Lifestyle. I'm also on Facebook as well. You can follow me there. Um, and I will be working on um, my own blog soon. And so I'm excited about that. And so I will uh, post that on Instagram when I am ready to get that up and running. That's awesome. And you guys, I highly encourage all of our listeners to go follow Sasha. She's such an inspiration. You can find the pictures of her paint and sip night there. I'm going straight back to that so that I can set this up for my family because I know it'll be perfect for all my kids' ages. Thanks again, Sasha. It's been so great catching up with you and listening to all of your great ideas. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I love you guys and I will continue to share your page on Metro Family Magazine and, and all that you're about. So thank you so much. Thanks, Sasha. We love working with you too. Thanks everybody for listening. Join us next time on Raising OKC Kids.